Welcome to Vibrant Body and Abundant Life with Tanya Penny. Listen in and learn how to use new mind, body, and spirit wisdom and supportive tools to move beyond your fears, self-doubts, and limiting beliefs. Tanya is devoted to helping you heal pain, illness, and trauma so you can enjoy a healthy body and balanced lifestyle. You deserve to fully live your passionate, purposeful life with abundance and freedom. Hello, 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 everybody. Welcome to Vibrant Body and Abundant Life, an inspiring, empowering series where some of the world's cutting edge mind, body, and spirit healers, coaches, and leaders are coming together to share with you their wisdom, their tools, so that you can move beyond fear and self-doubt and any limiting beliefs that have been holding you back from being the divine light and love that you're here to be, plus helping you to heal pain, illness, and trauma. So I am your host, Tanya Penny, Vibrant Body and Abundant Life Catalyst and Coach, and I'm here because I'm devoted to helping you have that healthy body, peaceful mind, and balanced life so that you can fully live your passionate, purposeful life with abundance and ultimate freedom. Ah, Today, I am super excited to share with you the wisdom of Meg Benedicte. We are going to be diving into the topic of your divine desires. So, I have been following Meg for, gosh, a couple of years now, and she was actually on this podcast a year ago, and I just enjoy Meg so much and love her energy and just everything she's bringing to the planet at this time that I just had to ask her back again, and uh, she said yes. So, let me tell you a little bit about Meg for those of you that are new to her. Um, And also, before I forget, this is live today, and if you have a question and you're on the webcast, you can submit it at the box on the bottom of the screen. I see some of you have already started to do that, early birds, and if you're on the phone, you can raise your hand, star two, and towards the end of the call, I will unmute Um, pick a few of you and take a few questions from the webcast, and and Meg and I will go ahead and give you some personalized um, guidance and such. So, a little bit about Meg before we dive in. Meg Benedicte is a quantum healer, alchemist, ascension activator, and creator of Quantum Access, a powerful healing technique that quickly shifts consciousness, unlocks karma, and removes energetic patterns to accelerate your personal ascension. In 1994, Meg experienced a spontaneous kundalini activation that opened her energy body to accept an avatar, angelic walk-in soul. Tapping into ancient mystery school knowledge from past incarnations in Lemuria, Sirius, and Zeptepi, Egypt, Meg has developed a time-tested Ascension Activation Program for all seeking soul integration. Meg shares quantum access with international audiences in private sessions, webinars, global meditations, and her book, Soul Realized, 
Unlocking the Sacred Keys of Becoming a Divine Human. Hello, Meg. I'm so happy to have you here today. Uh, Thank you, Tanya. It's a pleasure to be on the show with you. I'm real excited for this. Yes, I think that um, 2018, we were just talking before, (laughs) before we jumped on live with everyone, how so many of us, you know, we have these wonderful um, live interviews now or conversations, as I like to call them, but that so many of us are being guided as well to meet in person live. What do you what do you think that's all about before we dive into your divine desires? Because, you know, it's all connected anyway. It is. It is. Well, I found probably the last 10 years I didn't do any traveling. It was really more of getting into have a kind of a quiet meditative space and be in more solitary energy to go through my own healing and clearing and 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 transmuting of of programs and patterns and past life karma mm-hmm. and all kinds of stuff of trauma coming out so it was really very much an inner uh, inner work time you know at what, as i know everybody is going through but i also was getting some some warnings from my spirit team too that it was better to stay put Stay grounded, hold steady on the light grid. So my soul is a, a grid worker and a gatekeeper. So that was quite a bit of my work, especially the four years I was in Mount Shasta. And only within the last uh, six months, I would say, I started getting kind of the green light. All right, it's now good and safe to be able to come back out of the isolation and start to be in uh, uh a sacred space present with people, you know, so going in and uh, I attend these, um, present at these expos, going into group settings, being able to be really um, joining together where we're creating quite a powerful force field when we come together in person like that. And I think it's also, don't you think it's kind of pulling us together to kind of reconnect with more of our soul tribe again. So I, I think that's another essence that's that's getting stronger now too. Yeah, I, def- I definitely feel that. And it's interesting because you said, you know, you felt like last year you had healed more trauma and mm-hmm. and I was kind of in this, I've been in the same boat. Um, last year was really oh. intense for me. I almost yeah. feel like I went, you know, like I really, like my, my business kind of condensed a little bit and I really went inward. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of stuff I thought I had dealt with already. <laughs> um, like yes. you said, you had, you had pulled the trauma out 10 years ago. I felt like I had done the same, but last year it was like that emotional stuff the residue was still in my body and that needed to come out yes yes it's very similar experience it was um for me it's been mostly uh this lifetime clearing stuff from this lifetime and i had a, a really severe nde car accident when i was 20 and so about 10 years ago i pulled out the energetics of the accident, the injury, um, think of it like removing the hologram of the injury out of my body and all my migraines stopped. So I thought, oh, okay, we got it. Mm. That was 10 years ago. And then, yes, last year, I was having so much gut uh, 
uh, problems and, and pain and disturbances. And it was all then the emotional trauma that was stored in my solar plexus heart area. So right in the core center of your body, we, we really hold a lot of emotional trauma there. And that's where mine was releasing all last year. And boy, I was laid low pretty much. It was difficult to do much of anything except do work. <laughs> you know, and that was about it. Then I'd go lie down again. It was like, oh, but it was lot of emotional trauma coming out, literally like cellular memory of it coming out of the body because we have to get clear of all this to be really transmuting, transfiguring into light. So I think last year was a huge purging year and it wasn't comfortable, but it it was so necessary. People have called last year the Kali year. Well, I would say that was probably true because many of us maybe felt uh-huh. like we were dying and, and rebirthing again. <laughs> yeah. Last year was, was more of the dying and this year is more of the yeah. rebirthing for sure. <laughs> new be, new be, well, it's interesting, right? That That new beginnings and so often yes. we do have to, like, I just couldn't believe it. I'm like, come on, like, I, kind of the same as you. Like, you're, you pulled that stuff out and the migraines went away. I did the same thing and the MS symptoms went away, mm-hmm. right? So it was like, oh, I'm healed, right? I, I'm good. I'm good to go. But then whatever happened that last year, that just hit me like a, you know, the perfect storm, I guess, mm-hmm. um, and, and that emotional stuff. So why does that happen? Um, why, why do we need to, if we've released it energetically, why, why is it still in us emotionally and why do we have to, yeah, I just hear people like, I, I, I know the answer, (laughs) but I hear people listening to us right now asking that question, why does it have to happen that way? And do you have any insight into that, Meg? Well, how it looks to me, because I kind of see everything as energetic systems, is the, I would say, the original impact, which it could be an, uh, an injury or an abuse or betrayal. You know, we kind of get the engine of that out of our system, but it still has what I'd call the kind of unconscious uh uh, residue, mm-hmm. and that would be the emotional um, right. fears that it created. For me, it was not feeling safe in the world from that accident, and so I had that kept like it was almost looping in the background. I kept hearing my human psyche, my human self, really kind of shaking and and anxious and not feeling safe. And I'm thinking, where in the world is this coming from? But it mm. was the leftover kind of unconscious emotional reaction to the trauma. And so, and that stuff must be buried so deep into the yeah. cells that it's, it's, I, I looked at it as last year was just really kind of decomposing of all of the, what I'd call uh, imbalanced or corrupted code or patterns or programs. And so now it's kind of as you lift that out, it's kind of like peeling the onion. So you lift those layers out. Think of it, the engine that was running it. You pull that out. What's left is kind of the residue of it. So that's what seems to be clearing now is is the kind of mm. what I would call the unconscious uh uh, results of that injury or abuse or trauma. Hmm. And we, you know, I'm curious because I know you're a walk-in, and so when you walked in, did that happen after the car accident or before? Yes. No, it happened after. I the accident was at 20. I came in at 34. But I do when I kind of go in re- remote view during those years. I do see where my soul was 
present in the aura, but was not in the life. If I can kind of, we're kind of parsing here, but um, mm. I was able to kind of oversee the life a bit while the yeah. other soul was still in the body, still living it, um, keeping her away from like dying in that accident. <laughs> and right. then in um, in 94, during the earthquake, I was able to literally enter fully into the body and in the mind and start to take over the life. So it, but all that memory is still stored in the body, right? right. It's not, in the body. I, I stepped it. To, yeah, I stepped into it. So it's all still there and had to be dealt with. And I would feel, literally feel the, that fear and anxiety of not feeling safe in the world. It was very present. So it really was requiring my attention. So I think we're kind of in the, the molecular level now. We're at the cellular level clearing this stuff out. And it's just kind of internal house cleaning. We just got to keep doing it. We're purging, you know, so much to get, uh, uh, able to metabolize and live on light as our fuel, as our food source. So it's a big shift. Well, and all that trauma, right? And I know for you, you said it really wasn't past lives. It was just, it was just from this body's this lifetime. Life. But yeah, yeah. But a, but a lot of people um, last year are are not just clearing, or not just last year, but in this in this lifetime are clearing not just this lifetime, but also past lives. Is that true? Yes. Do you, do you feel very that as much well? so? I yeah. see that all the time in client sessions. Where think of it could be like. Um, uh, multiple timeline, multiple life lineage that may have started, you know, thousands of years ago. Like we call it the original root of it, the the core root of it started in a past life. Uh, could be very long time ago, and then it kept repeating in subsequent timelines. Mm. So, you, in a sense, you have this whole strand of that repetitive patterning and and experience in life and it could be very limiting or oppressive or damaging you know so what i'm seeing happen is now as opposed to when i first started 20 years ago doing this it used to take you know months just to kind of clean out one little pattern now we can re remove that whole lineage that whole strand of timelines and the karma and trauma it's quite fantastic so everything's moving much faster and accelerated and when you can lock on the root, you basically are pulling where it's affecting all the timelines. I, I've been shown um, by spirit that they call it the incarnational wheel. And so think of it like in your aura is your inc incarnational wheel and the center of the wheel is your oversoul, your timeless soul. And then all the spokes to the wheel are your different past lives or future lives. They're your timelines as we resolve them, heal them, and, and neutralize them, they're able to release. And so the goal is to incorporate all the aspects of our soul from all those timelines into the main hub where we become whole again and all those timelines mm. drop out and we're no longer in time. So that's what I see is happening with such a velocity now than you know, 20 years ago. So it's really exciting, but it could be kind of disorienting, you know, and a little like, whoa, what's happening? This is happening so fast. <laughs> yeah, I was just going to say that I've noticed um, it's speeding up as well. And yeah. that often can mean for some of us, right, that because it's going so much faster, the body might hit some bigger, um, quote unquote, uncomfortable feelings. Like you had the gut mm. stuff last year, right? Like, so yeah, it might, it stuff. might be, it might feel really intense physically, but it doesn't mean that you're getting worse. It actually means you're getting better 
or that you're yeah, feeling you it, are you're releasing it. You're healing. Yeah, you're in a healing when, when that's happening. Also, too, because these timelines are completing and kind of they're kind of folding in on themselves and just dissolving out. I have moments where I'll feel like the the world underneath my feet just kind of wobbled, you know, and you're, yeah. you're like, Whoa, okay. I'm, sh- I'm losing some timelines here. I'm shifting. And so boy, do we have to make that a priority to keep grounding because it is, uh, it could cause some vertigo that comes up in some of my client sessions as well, or, or just like having heart irregular heartbeats or having trouble breathing. You know, all these are signs of the shifts happening, not only in our own electrical system, you know, our, our bioelectricity, but also these timeline shifts happening. And so it's, it makes, makes everything feel a little wobbly. <laughs> Yeah, I'm glad that you said that because last week <laughs> I noticed I was like walking. I was doing stairs last week, and I don't have stairs in my home, but I was visiting a friend in um, Boise, and she had stairs. And I'm walking up and down the stairs, and as I'm doing that, I'm like, what is going on? I feel like with each step I'm, like, going to fall down or something. It was so bizarre. Yeah. And I'm, yeah, I'm guessing like kind of on timeline, the, yeah, that timeline shift thing ship. that you're talking about. Mm-hmm. And also where time is stretching and it's it's warping, it's stretching out or it's contracting. So there could be where, uh, like, the day just flew and I'm like, where did the day go? Oh, my goodness. And then I could also be waiting for, you know, a phone call for a session and and it's like the longest minute I've ever been in. You know? You're just like, what is going on? So, yeah, time is fluid now it's because uh, it, that whole magnetic field of the planet is thinning and so it's it time and that's what locks in time that's the time compression is the magnetic field right. so as that's dissolving and thinning we will lose the sense of really kind of entrenched uh linear time that will cease to be part of our reality mm. at some point yeah, so um in I'm going to tie in here our divine desires our topic today. Why is it yes. why like why in this lifetime have we I mean we we all decided obviously to be here on the planet at this time even though it is feeling mm-hmm. super and looking super chaotic. And we're mm-hmm. clearing this trauma and why is this necessary? Like, why have we chosen this and why is it necessary so we can move into what I call our divine desires or purpose or, um, you know, the real reason we're here? Why why is healing this trauma and, and doing it so quickly right now, why is it so important? Mm-hmm. What, like, what, yeah, how is that connected? Well, I see that, you know, what we call the light workers, light bearers, we've come from far off distant star systems and universes to be here like we all signed up and we are transmitter receivers and so as we sit here in these physical bodies we're also working as transmitter receivers into the planetary field into the collective consciousness and so we're greatly impacting it and there's so we're doing this in several ways we're and this is part of our purpose it's coded into us as part of our blueprint that we signed up for is to raise the frequency on the planet so the more that we do it we're all lifting the whole collective field up higher um, because in just basic physics when two energy waves cross the higher one lifts the lower one up so that's what we're doing we're literally lifting it up and we're also 
transmuter. So we are applying light to uh, lower vibratory consciousness, uh, low, low shadow energy. So we're helping to ascend those lower energies and transmute it to light. And when we come into this oppressive system, we're born into it. And then when we consciously pull our power from it, so we're disengaging from it, we're pulling our energy from it, we actually are causing the collapse of it. And that's a key point of what's happening right now. The collapse is happening. That's why it looks so chaotic. And we've been, those of us who I call the first wavers who've been here for 20, 30 years, we're kind of what I call the, the older generation of system busters. And so we came in to these dark mm. systems, we brought the light into them, and then we disengaged from giving it our power. And they're, they're just, the patriarchy is a big one, and it's losing power everywhere. And so this, and then this opens up the space and for these uh, younger generations of light workers who are coming and they haven't been in the in the matrix simulation much at all and so they're real clear and they're real conscious and they're there I call them our new earthers you know they're really here to build this new paradigm uh, so you know talking about our desires part of the problem I see has happened especially for the older ones here who've been in the lower vibratory matrix for so long we're out of sync, and so we have to get our physical and and energetic bodies to start to harmonize. They need to sync up. They haven't been. They've been at very different wavelengths. So the more that we can bring them into a harmonious, coherent uh, frequency where they're syncing up, the more united our own focus is, and what our if our body and our energy body is vibrating at the same frequency as our desires then we have a potent magnetism. But when they're not matching, then then you, you, it's frustrating. And I, and I work with a lot of people, and, and I remember when it was frustrating for me where, you know, you're sending out all these beautiful visions and heartfelt desires, but then you get at times even the opposite of that. You're like, what am, what am I doing wrong? So this yeah. is the key point, I think, is, is, is you know, you got to work with your vibration and get everything where – what you Cleaned feel up. and what you think and what you say, they all have to start to match, right? You know, to more of your soul vibration. Yeah, you got to clean it up. Well, and that um, and that past trauma that we were talking about earlier, whether it's from this lifetime or, or past lives or passed down DNA, like a lot of us, I think up until a couple of years ago, you know, I didn't even realize, oh, that's the kind of stuff that could still be holding me back. Mm-hmm. Right, yeah, and it lowers your really yes, lowers your vibration. Right. Yes, right, yes. right. So, so that's it's, why it's, it's in, so important. Yeah, it's in conflict for what you're trying to uh, create in your reality according to your your soul desires and soul purpose and soul plan. That that trauma is uh, it's very much a counterforce held within us. It's it's. Um, it's so it's so vibrationally low and dense and uh, oppressive. So it's like the opposite of what we're trying to bring into our lives. So yeah, that cleanup has to happen. So you start to match up. And I think too, one thing that you know I've obviously noticed over the past ten years that I've been doing my own healing, whether it's my body or you know cleaning up everything and every you know what I call the seven areas of my life is is really looking at those belief systems that have been passed down. Um, mm-hmm. That can really, you know, the things like I should do this 
or I should want this Mm -hmm. because my parents did, or perhaps a desire to be bigger in the world, right, Um, to be seen and heard with our message in a bigger way, but because I was killed in a past lifetime for it, you know, (laughs) now I have this belief that if if I'm seen or heard, I'm going to be killed. So I I think it's true. Yeah. Yeah. So talking about those belief systems, right? Okay, I I see these all the time, and what you just described, I um I call the the persecution matrix. You know, when if you have had uh, this life or past life, any kind of experience where you were persecuted for your soul gifts and living your soul uh, purpose, like you know, a ex- great example is any women who were like herbalists and healers during the dark ages were considered witches and they were burned yeah. for that. So this is again a deeply held trauma, again emotional trauma in the cellular memory and in the aura that needs to be healed and and neutralized uh, because that that persecution fear will hold us back from going to our full potential in this lifetime um, so that's a past life uh, like a, a consciousness running that's pushing against you but boy I sure find a lot of family lineage ancestral lineage patterning a program that is not helping us a lot of it has to do with around our own sense of value and sense of worth i find so often that there's been multi-generational patterns passed down where they don't want us to be more successful than them right so we're hitting the wall all the time i had that and i find that all the time in people um or they were really in entrenched in lack consciousness, poverty consciousness, and feeling life is always a struggle here, and that just keep perpetuates and running, and all of that, again, is what I call an operating system, these family operating systems. Religion is another one. I had to pull that out yep. of me. It was the paper <laughs> authoritarian, right, the religions. This stuff is not helping us, So, because so, we want to follow the truth of our, our soul essence in the heart, not have these oppressive uh, uh, operating systems running. When we pull these, they literally look, Tanya, like big cages coming off the body. That's how enslaved they make us. (laughs) So the more that we can uh, identify them and just cancel and revoke, not having any participation in them, you're going to put an end to this now in your energy and your life i could tell people get the scissors cut the link and command this entire operating system out of your body heart mind this has to get blown out so you can actually embody your true soul essence not all of this you know extraneous programming running in the mind or in the emotions get that stuff out and then you're really following your own soul essence so like you start to see through the eyes of the soul and the and the truth comes right up from your heart and out through your voice without even touching that mind right it's just spontaneous truth flowing right mm. out of you and you live in a very different reality when you can come from that uh, place of integrity with the soul presence yeah, I think, oh, my gosh, it's so funny that you mentioned those things because I actually had on my paper to, to touch on today uh, the worthiness thing, mm-hmm. the scarcity, okay. and the yes. religious, yes. Um, and how those belief systems, if, and pretty much for all of us, those have been running, if mm-hmm. hopefully they're not all still running to the extent they were when we first got here on the planet. But um, mm-hmm. I know a lot of people listening 
including myself, still have some of that running. And to be able to release that, shift that, clear that is essential for you to even know what your divine desires yes. and purpose are. Because so many of us have this like, well, I'm not worthy of that. So why would I even go there? Um, you know, that's not possible. The <sighs> scarcity, lack mindset, and then the religious, mm-hmm. like, oh my God, who do you think you are? Like, mm-hmm. you know, you're supposed to stay judgmental. Small. Yes, small right. And, judgmental. and it, it's 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 so true because I personally just when I look at everything as energy, what you're describing, especially the the low self worth and value. Uh, anytime you're having doubt running in your mind, know that that is an inserted mind program to shut you down. It's not even your own thoughts. And uh, even though I know this, I will catch them at times. So think of it as the <laughs> kind of the, the global consciousness just filtered in and it wasn't helping. It wasn't good for us. And so doubts, whenever I catch them, think of it like it's just looping in the brain. Grab it and fling it out. It's like, no, this is where we start to command <laughs> our own mind and, and get that software that. out of our mind. <laughs> yeah, and boy, does it, I can feel it literally rise out as I f- grab it and fling it. So it, you can clear these um, these destructive loopings uh, in the in the background, in the unconscious, like especially with addictive cravings and codependency and, you know, neediness and all of these things are disempowering us completely. And the religions, of course, the religions are trying to get us to give our power away to some yeah. external authority. We can't be doing that in, in this ascension. This is all about soul embodiment and coming back into our own authentic uh, authority. We we have to hear our own truth and follow our own truth, not what's being imposed on us. So these are those are those are very uh, debilitating programs that are running in the collective field and filter into our own mind. So when we catch them, just command them out. You're the master of your energy field and don't let that stuff in. The lack one is so prevalent look at this you know how much of the wealth of this this planet is Mm. in you know very few hands this is not how the universe actually operates when you can get beyond this oppressive matrix and start to see how the universe works there is more abundance more energy in this universe for any of us to be able to utilize in one lifetime it is self fulfilling self-sustaining so this whole lack (laughs) reality is artificial (laughs) it is artificial it's not real yes yes i'm glad you brought that up because a lot i've noticed lately on facebook or you know other social media specifically that a lot of people are like pointing the finger and like look at all these rich people and blah 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 it's like hey we you're part of the shift here Right. The more that you like you point the finger and it's like they're doing it to you. It's like, no, we by us shifting our lack consciousness, our scarcity um, mindset, that is going to help shift because those people aren't doing anything, quote unquote, wrong. Right. They just they don't have that lack consciousness or scarcity um, mindset. Right. So, yeah, but they also probably know how to run the 3D matrix. They're utilizing ah, the 3D matrix for their own ego. And so when you pull out of that, you have to find a new way of tapping into that abundance. It's not going to be through the old competitive system at all. 
So it's it's um, I think that's where we're seeing so many light workers. They're pulling away from that destructive system, and then they can't make any money. <laughs> you know, they can't support themselves. They aren't able. They don't know how to manifest when they've pulled. They've come out. You know, off the grid. They pulled out of the system. And and I had to learn this one, too. I went from the corporate world into doing my soul's work, and it was a little, you know, hairy there for a while. I'm like, oh, this is a whole new way of doing this. I have to really master this. So for a pointer that I, I share is it's heart-based. It's not left-brain-based. Mm. So you're moving away from, you know, commanding through time and effort and force and left brain, you're moving into heart-centered magnetism. And so just as we were talking about your your deepest desires, your heart's desires, that's the new method of manifesting. And that's why your energy has to match. So what your output and your input, they need to be in sync. They need to be harmonious. And for the most part, they haven't been. So when you are now, you're think of it like you're graduating now to the fifth dimensional higher method of manifesting in the universe that is outside of this corrupted system of imbalance that we've all been living in. So you're dumping mm. it. You're dumping the lack programming. You're dumping all of it. And you're rising up and you're moving into a heart heart-based field that uses love and light consciousness to magnetize what you need. So it's a very different, you're, you notice you're not using your mind at all in that. Yes, whole new, whole new connection. So, Meg, I'm going to put it out to you. Um, I feel like you're meant to maybe take us through something that will help us to do that. Okay. Um, how okay. do you feel about doing that? Sure, sure. I'll walk you through the steps that I do to... Uh, work with the heart center as your magnetic force field to draw in what your soul is pumping in that heart. So think of it like that. Like that is your, mm. like that's your great central sun, right? And the core of your body is your soul presence, your soul light. And th- we're going to use that presence, that energy to create in the world, in the universe without any of the limitations that we encountered in the in the 3D worlds of duality because it is a very different operating system. So you notice I'm a systems uh, healer. I work with systems. So we're going to go into <laughs> like the new system. <laughs> and I'm a systems person system. too, so I read it. <laughs> <laughs> it. It's just, I don't know, it just seems how my brain works. So, okay, yes. All right, so I'll walk you through some steps to help you with this. Um, now, it was interesting when I when I was kind of testing all this out on my own because I really didn't have anyone to teach me and I had to kind of just tune in and listen to my higher self. I was also getting quite a bit of guidance from uh, the Ascended Master St. Germain and also Archangel Metatron. So they've been on kind of very close and helping me kind of remember how to do this. So for all of you, it could be the same thing where, you know, as I walk you through the steps, it just starts to kind of awaken that memory inside of you of doing this before you came to Earth because this is how the universe operates. You know, this Earth is an anomaly. It's a, It's quite a interesting experiment that I don't think we want to have happen anymore. <laughs> so we're we're here to shift that away from where it was going before it destroys itself and be able to uh, open up this new way of living and and fueling ourselves with energy and then being able to manifest with it. Okay. So when we do this these steps, 
uh, the first thing that I advise everyone is if they can sit with their feet on the floor because we want to use our whole body and we're grounding. So before I open up any kind of powerful vortex energy, we want to make sure that we're rooted inside, grounded, and then you won't have that wobbly effect. Okay, so let's start to focus inwards. So we imagine you're coming inside your body into the heart and the breath, into the belly. Just moving your focus in there, breathe deeply in, and you're using your feet chakras like magnets, and they're going to now lock onto the base of your aura and then onto the light grid of our 5D earth and higher. So this is, think of it like kind of like the acupuncture meridians that we have in our bodies. Well, Gaia has that as well. So we're going to connect our feet uh, like magnets right onto her ley lines of light, her meridians of light. Okay, there we go. Everyone's starting to connect. And I do this every day. So this helps keep the energy flowing up and down vertically, uh, up and down your channels and meridians in your chakra pillar, your chakra channel. All right, so as we ground in, lock in, let's connect to spirit. So we're going to use our heart and our intention again. So you're going to notice I'm working mostly from heart and intention. The tension is coming from your right brain, which is your psychic brain, your intuitive brain. And this is what we used to visualize, and it's also multidimensional. So we're using more the right brain and the heart together and be able to connect up to source creator. And from the heart, connect to your oversoul presence. This is your your I am presence, soul presence. We're also going to connect to your spirit team of angels and guides and master teachers for their support. And we're setting up a sacred space to work in. We're connecting with Gaia and the nature spirits and the devas, calling in the elementals of air, fire, water, earth, and ether, and then also the four directions. And as we set this up to do the alchemy, working with Archangel Metatron, he is embedding his sacred geometry, which is called Metatron's Cube. And this is uh, 12 circles around a center 13th circle. We have a, a series circle of six, and then a inner six, and then the center. So we're going to step into the center, gives our energy to it, and it begins to activate it. Those Outer 12 circles start to rise as pillars of light up and around the body and the aura. Ooh, there we go. And then they start to tone like tuning forks with the 12 sound waves of our 12 dimensions. And so we hear this with our human ear as the sound OM, the sacred sound of OM. And so as the pillars are, are toning with OM inwards to your body, they begin to rotate. They're going to go right to left in a counterclockwise spin momentum. And so we are actually going the opposite of time. Time is a clockwise molecular compression, creates dense particles. So we're going the opposite, anticlockwise. And then that means we're opening and unlocking time compression and density and gravity as it keeps spinning faster. There it goes. It begins to unlock everything that was holding us in that compression. And it lets us into the energy body. 
There we go. And so this is where we want to start, you know, syncing up our physical body with our energy body, tuning into your chakra channel. So it starts at the root, goes all the way up the center of the body, and is we're going to spiral up it still counterclockwise. As it's moving up, imagine you're creating a clear, open channel all the way up your body to the higher self. So we'll spiral through this physical chakras first. There's seven in the body. There we go, up past the crown into five transpersonal chakras above the crown. So there's 12 total. So we're going up to the top, 12th chakra. There we go, up to the top. And it's here that we connect up with our higher self. Our higher self is our guardian and our gatekeeper of our channel. I always see it as this beautiful light being, so you can make a heart-to-heart connection to your higher self. You want to have this bond all the time, so really connect all the time so that you're actually starting to unite with your higher self and your lower self. Okay, everybody's making a connection. Now we're going to reverse and start bringing the higher self, the soul presence, back down into the body. Our soul is made of, of golden light and sound waves, tones, frequencies. It's your soul vibration. So again, we're working like a funnel coming down from the higher dimensions, down the channel into the body and breathe in, spin in, start pulling your soul presence down the channel into the chakras, into the heart center, into the brain centers and it's coming in as golden light. So breathing in soul light soul love just keep breathing it deep into the body especially your heart center because that's where we're working you're bringing in more of your soul truth and your soul consciousness your light is bringing in your consciousness there you go just let that fill into the heart center imagine it's like a big open container just filling and you're bringing in more of your soul knowledge and wisdom your soul gifts your soul mastery and it's, we're spinning very fast, so it's pulling it down and into you. And imagine as this grows inside, it's forming into, like I said earlier, like a big golden sun. And it's just radiating your beautiful soul light vibration outwards through the body and into the aura. So we're wanting to start to even get your soul light into the atoms in your cells so they start to spin up faster. They start to increase vibration. They start to spin off time compression. There we go. So imagine all your atoms in your cells are spinning anticlockwise, reversing out time density. That's a good spin. And just we breathe it out, release it out. We also want to neutralize the chaos field that has gotten inside us. And so we're going to use the sacred geometry of the infinity figure eight of light. And imagine you're running this figure eight of light right in the heart, uh, upper belly area. And we're going to loop it around the left side and then over to the right side and back to the left side. So you're weaving this infinity of light right in the core of your body. And it's starting to 
pull all aspects of you to the center point of it. So imagine you're bringing like your feminine and masculine together and your human and soul presence together and light and shadow together, just bringing all aspects into the center where they're uniting and blending and harmonizing. And then we, there we go, and we release out any disharmony, any of the chaos energy up and out of the physical cells, out of the emotions. Ooh, there we go. And the vortex will spin this up to source light to be transmuted. And let's run it at the left-right brain because that also has been interfered with from the matrix. So imagine you're again, you're looping your infinity, really connecting and uniting the left and right brain as one whole complete mind and releasing any disharmony or negative charge, chaos, energy out of the mind. There it goes. Release that out up to source light. And what's happening is we're starting to create what's called a zero point right there in the heart center, the brain center. And it's in this neutral field, it's a null zone, that we can really harmonize the physical vibration with the energetic vibration, you know, the human vibration with the soul vibration. You're starting to bring them into what's called coherence where they're syncing up. There's, there we go. We're starting. They smooth. When I feel we go into coherence, everything starts to smooth out and get calm. There's no more like fibrillation of opposites. It's just everything moving into that neutral state of calm and stillness. And it's in this zero point, in this still point, that we move away from ego we move into the now moment with the soul essence. There we go. That was a good shift. Just keep focusing inwards into your heart center where the soul is building. And you can even bring your human self into the heart with the soul presence. So make if they come together like heart to heart. They're connecting human self with divine self in the heart center. There we go. That was a good connection, good bond, bringing everything into coherence. And as your soul is filling into your heart center, it's filling you with your soul purpose. It's filling you with your soul blueprint. It's filling you with your soul's desires. So just keep tuning into the love. Let's just breathe in the love for a minute. Just breathing the love vibration, the love energy Filling into the heart center because that builds your magnetism. We need to love our desires. We need to love ourself. We need to love our soul. We need to love the universe and each other. So you just there you go. It's filling with more love. And the calm still point in the heart. And it's in that field, it's starting to get stronger, it's amplifying. You can tune into your soul purpose, tune into your soul desires, your calling, your soul gifts, and give it to your love. For that makes it stronger in vibration, higher frequency. See yourself already living it experiencing your soul's life, your soul's joy, your soul purpose, your service to help others or the planet. 
or the animal kingdom, nature kingdom, just feeling what is your calling, breathing in the love into your calling. You could be an artist, a musician, an author, a speaker, a healer. There's so many ways that we're all here helping. And just feel where your heart is pulling you. It's your soul's pulling you to your truth. Give it your love, and it builds in magnetism. These magnetic fields wrap around the heart center. So whatever is in the heart goes overflows into the magnetic fields. That's your what you're magnetizing. So if you have fear and anxiety in there, that's what you're magnetizing. So let's bring in the diamond light from source. Let's just flush it down on the body, down the channels, down the chakra channel, into any fear, anxiety, or doubts, or worries or self-judgment, or shame, or guilt. Let's just flesh it into the light. Bless it. Release it into the light. Dissolve it into the light, for this is not your truth. Your truth is light. Your truth is love. Your truth is compassion. And you're here for service. Okay, that's spinning in really fast. So we're aligning with our true essence, our true code, our true consciousness, our true purpose, and releasing all of the limitations out. There we go. Good shift. What you carry inside your core, your heart center, is what you magnetize in. So make it... uh, radiant sun of love of soul essence there we go and so that's starting to ground in and take hold within and you take it deep into the body into the cells and the atoms in the cells you're grounding it in your feet are locking it onto the earth plane you can tap on your arms your legs as you're grounding it all inside so it stays powerful and amplifying and magnetizing your soul's desires, your soul's purpose. Ooh, there we go. And as that locks into place, that completes our work for today. And so it is. Ooh, and so it is. <laughs> <sighs> wow, Meg, that was powerful. Just, yes, this is what we've been disconnected from. So just staying really present inside. Let that amplify and radiate within the heart and by doing this regularly it changes everything I I, I do that funnel uh, uh, receiving all the time just receiving in the abundance from the universe receiving in the support receiving in the finances whatever resources you need to to really support your soul gifts here, your soul purpose here. Because I found when we can we can really 100% show up and commit to it, the universe is right there helping us. Well, and isn't that the truth, that if we, if we truly, if it's a soul desire, not a, a quote-unquote ego desire, we're going to be supported yeah. in, in co-creating that, right? Yes. So, so true. Yes, because you're in coherence then. Yes. yes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it would be, yeah, to, to not... To not easily receive that would be, you know, yeah, there'd have to be all these other blocks in, in place to not, to not yeah. receive it. Because if it's our yeah. true desire, if it's our, if it's our soul yes. know, blueprint, as you, as you call it, 
Um, as we were doing that, oh my gosh, I just felt such, um, I'll be quite honest, I've been traveling for a couple of weeks and just got home yesterday, as I shared with you before we started live today. So I still had quite a bit of amped up energy mm-hmm. and, and some overwhelm um, as far as like, oh, my God, I've got all these things that, you know, I now need to do because I've been playing for two weeks, mm-hmm. <laughs> three weeks. And um, I felt such like peace yeah. and just so much support from our higher levels while we were doing that. Mm-hmm. We are. We have no idea. We are. Once you start opening up to that support, you are surrounded with love and support. There's so many light beings, angels here helping us. So, yes, we are not alone at all. Mm. So much help. And another question that came up, um, you talk about 12 chakras. Can you, I've only ever known of um, at the most eight. Can you speak to that a little bit? Because I'm, I'm not familiar. I've heard you say it before, but, you know, for everyone else listening, what, what are the 12 chakras versus the seven or the eight that many of us have heard about? Well, the way I see this chakra channel is there is the the traditional seven in in the body that are, linked to the different organs, you know, and it's supporting uh, the physical body and the mind and the emotions. So that those are very standard. But then I began, when I kept getting pulled to go into these higher dimensions, higher realms, I realized that at the crown, it, it extends. And so it literally mm. takes us, it is our channel up to spirit and to the universe and to source so we are learning to use our energy more vertically now instead of going out horizontally to the astral plane we're starting to that was part of the redirect inwards of those these past years is just getting focused back inside connect to the soul presence the light and love and then work with your vertical channel uh, so that you can access that abundant universe and source energy and soul presence. And so the the five chakras above the crown are more of what I call transpersonal chakras or soul chakras. They um, are helping us get beyond just the physical senses of, of the three-dimensional earth. They're, they are helping us deal with duality and how to learn to be in a neutral state with a very extreme uh, opposing force of polarity or duality. And so that means being able to be in a neutral state with the lightest of the light and the darkest of the dark. And that's what these higher Mm. shocks are helping us do so that we're elevating up and to really think of it kind of like becoming like the I am presence of the universe of source energy where it is neutral with all that is, right? You're just able to hold... Mm. Uh, in unity consciousness with all that is and not go into judgment or being repelled or all of that. You're able to just be. And so these higher chakras are helping us with those um, th- those kind of elements of, of more advanced mastery. Um, I think everyone has um, a different um, plan. So some may elevate up through all seven chakras in the body. Some may go up to eighth or ninth. So it's just following where your soul's guiding you to go. Um, mm. But know that there are 12 uh, available, but 
to get up to that higher self, it's just kind of uh, up, link, down. Like you're zipping up and zipping back down. You're connecting up to that higher mind and bringing it more down to connect with the lower mind and feel that guidance more regularly in your life through that channel up and down to the higher self. Mm, thank you for that explanation. I love that. Sure. <laughs> sure. <laughs> um, so, Meg, are you feeling um, it's time to maybe take a few questions? Sure. Yes, let's do it. Right. Do you want to start with webcast or phone? Um, wherever you feel pulled to. Let's do a webcast first, and then you'll have to pick a number for the phone because we have quite a few. <laughs> so okay. um, let's see. Let's see. Let's go to webcast, and um, Abigail has a good question here. She says, you mentioned strands that have, that have threaded through our many lifetimes and which trace back mm-hmm. to a root cause in a far distant lifetime. How can we use the quantum vortex to trace those strands back to the root cause transmute that entire thread or theme of experience namaste oh thank you that's a great question abigail okay so again we'll go back to that incarnational wheel analogy that exists in your energy field in your aura so when you open up the the quantum vortex it's spinning around the outer edge of the aura so it is encompassing your entire field and so when i feel something is out of balance and it is requiring some attention, um, I'll just sit with that energy. Let's say it's um, a pattern that just keeps repeating. Um, so a big one that keeps kind of kind of shows up regularly in many people is betrayal. Okay, I just keep repeating, pulling in people who hit me at the deepest heart level of betrayal. Why in the world is this happening? So when you tune into the pain and the wounding of it, ask to be taken to the root cause of it. When I do this with myself or with clients, um, uh, the vortex starts to spin almost like a roulette wheel. It starts to rotate around the incarnational wheel and to land in the timeline that has the root cause. So that's how you start. And and you just hold in the energy um, and depending on how you receive input, you could start to maybe get some images of it or you might start getting just like this cringing memory of it like, oh, okay, I'm feeling this, uh, the trauma of the original uh uh, input that it happened. Um, however, it shows up. Don't don't worry about it. Just work with it. And and you you are holding. Again, I said you're the master of your energy field. So you are now as you connect to it, commanding and pulling that core root out of your incarnational wheel, out of your out of your body, heart, mind. So in a way, you're 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 reaching the culmination point. Like think of like you're coming full circle with it or I'm now finished with this. Many times there's something embedded in it, which could be a a life lesson. Um, It could be that there's some karma with someone that was in that incarnation. That's in now this incarnation again, and they're triggering it. So it's, it's always when you are completing uh, a lineage like this, ask, if there's anything I need to know or receive or understand or integrate, there usually is. And that way then once you have integrated that lesson or that enlightenment, it's done because it fulfilled itself and it releases. Mm, I love that. <laughs> yeah. A nice, a, nice little, a nice little tool we can use on our own. Um, yes. Or, yeah, for sure. 
Yeah, wonderful. Um, I'm going to jump over to the phone. Um, why don't we pick, I'll have you pick a number between 1 and 13. There are 13 hands raised right now. Okay, let me tune in. I'm getting 8. All right. We are going to be unmuting Fort Lauderdale, Florida. Oh, I'm trying to unmute you. There we go. Fort Lauderdale, Florida, um, it says. You are live. Hello. Hi. Hi. We can hear you. Yes, we can. Welcome. Oh, Oh my gosh. Thank you so much. I was praying that you would take my call. Thank you. (laughs) I Um, love that. (laughs) Thank you. So, I, um, if you could, um, Meg, I've followed you for years now, um, and if you could possibly suggest a process that I can uh, work through, I'm in the last week of detoxing off of an antidepressant that I do not mm. need, that I was put mm. on, that was absolutely miserable to come off of. I and know. I'm in the, tomorrow's my, today's my last day of having a very small dose in my body. My back okay. has taken a hit and I keep getting high pitched screeching in my left ear that's mm. so loud at night. And I'm wondering uh, if you can just illuminate this connection to, you know, that, that these uh, numbing meds have um, control mm-hmm. masters to them, all of it. And I've been okay. dissolving that connection. So I'm hoping I'm clear um, and that I can assist uh, my clients when they are doing the same. Yes, yes, yes. Um, can I get your name? Robin, I'm sorry. Robin, I was so thank excited. you, Robin. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Robin. Just so I can do Yeah. Okay. All right, Robin, let's do this. Okay, so we're going to tune in words to whatever's left of the traces of the medication. And I work with the diamond light, so this is coming down from the great central sun of source, so we're going to bring it down. Imagine you're like under a waterfall of it. We're going to start flushing down through the meridians and channels and organs and brain and heart for any traces left of the medication and you're holding your intention is to now uh, release it with ease and grace and clean it out of the body. Imagine you're flushing the light like cleaning your body like a crystal where it's just getting shimmering clear. There you go. Whew, here we go. Okay, it's dropping. So it's coming down the body, and you might feel it drop down the channels of the legs, out the feet, out the hands. And we're calling it out, <sighs> commanding it out, giving the body permission to release it out. Now I'm feeling a, a, a very pointed uh, laser beam of the diamond light going into the brain where it was affecting the bi- uh, biochemistry. Ooh, there it goes. That popped that out. So they're saying it's affecting the synapses in the brain, so we're flushing that out, the neurotransmitters, because it's artificial. Ooh, we'd rather have your own photon light running through the uh, neurological network. So you're washing mm-hmm. out the artificial. Yeah, there you go. Ooh. That flooded all the way down the body. So you can replace it with your own light consciousness and code and blueprint. Okay, now you're starting to update it, Robin, into the brain. 
about bringing the brain into balance, so running that infinity might help too as you're detoxing. At the left, right brain, mm-hmm. just holding the brain in balance. Zero point there, yes, very good. Okay, and now I'm also feeling some toxins come off the nerve endings. So imagine this just kind of harsh-edged energy. We're going to flush all the nerve endings with the light. Whoa, there it goes. Head to feet. Ooh, dropping that now. And we're also kind of like we were talking about earlier about kind of rewiring the loop, what was looping. So there was a a belief system that was inserted that you needed that medication, that you're dependent on that medication. So let's pull that loop out first. So this is for anybody who's had some kind of a dependency, just grab, like you're putting your hand in your head and just grabbing where it's looping. And we're going to lift uh-huh. those uh, overlay grids out. Oh, there they go. For they're not your truth. Okay, that lifted it out. Oh, we got a few layers of them coming out. They got really ingrained in there. Mm-hmm. There they go. And then now your own light conscious filling in, replacing into the neural pathways to respond to your light code. There we go. Whoa, that's actually amplifying the pineal right now. Oh, you just did a dump. Okay, more of the toxins just drop down the channels, out the hands and feet. And I think just as you're going through the recovery process, Robin, you know, if you do any kind of salt baths, saunas, whatever you're using to, foot baths, whatever, anything to uh, clean it out while you're doing the treatments, just holding the intentions that you're just blessing all that energy and releasing it completely. Would the ocean help? Yes. Oh, my goodness, yes. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yes, the water. Okay. Yeah. Water, negative ion, they all help balance you back. They're really cleaning. Even what I've noticed getting into nature, I I crave getting into nature because it's actually a zero-point field. It's a field of order. So when you get into nature, you can command that that order is moving into your own body. So you're actually updating your field to be in order. Hmm. Yeah, and clearing, right? And I, I know I was yes. camping this weekend, and I also asked for it to help me clear out anything that was, you know, that was blocking um, me moving forward to be the full expression of who I'm here to be. Yeah, because it's a real high frequency, real clean, ordered frequency nature. It's amazing. I always mm. feel so uplifted after being in it. So I think yeah. those are things to try, Robin, but you're you're doing great. You're right on the tail end of this one. Oh, phenomenal. I'm so grateful. Thank you. Thank you You're for welcome. taking the call. Yeah. Sure, sure. Thanks My for pleasure. raising your hand, Robin. <laughs> oh, thank you. Hmm. So, Meg, I know that we're after our, our 60-minute, you know, proposed time, but are you feeling like taking one more question? Sure. Yes. Are you feeling webcast or phone? Um, I'm getting pulled to the webcast. Okay. 
Let's see. Let's head over there. I've got kind of a long one here, but it feels like it's jumping out like, yeah, that it would be good. So are you open to that? Yep. Okay. It's Katie Lee. Um, She says, I'm not feeling the same level of ascension acceleration as I was last year. In the winter, I went through the usual death process, uh, moved across country into a new relationship, a new job, all very different than my rural upbringing. I want to help uplift humanity by being authentically me and sharing my genius, just like you and most everyone waking up. I do want to focus my power. I've been getting a lot of signs to be more aware, pay closer attention, but I don't seem to be getting the message. I think I'm doing those things, but obviously there's a shadow or denial happening. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I seek okay, to focus my just... vibration. Oh. Yep, and there's a little bit more. I seek to focus okay. my vibration more, like passing it through a funnel or narrowing the aperture. Any advice? Okay, so I'm going to just tune in with you. Let's see. First of all, I don't feel like you're... Your feet chakras are fully grounded to the light grid in your new location, so let's let's amp that. So imagine those feet are working like mag. There you go, just locking onto Gaia's light grid there in your new location. This every time that we do what you described, which is a huge timeline shift, it takes a little while to get acclimated and grounded into. Like a, you're building like a new foundation under your feet there in the in the new location. So it's okay that that updated. I felt the light start to move up your legs more. There you go. That upped your frequency a little higher. And then I am feeling, as you mentioned, it's around the body. There's some kind of a, a low vibratory distraction going on. So let's use the vortex spin. We're still in it. And you can just command, this is for anybody, if you're just feeling something around that's feeling off or oh, that doesn't feel comfortable, um, I do this all the time. Um, I, I'll just focus on the vortex spinning around and let's start pushing that energy away, further and further away from your orbit. So you're moving away distortions, distractions, low vibrations, shadow consciousness. Whew, that was a good blast. Outward, 360 degrees out. And you're just pushing it further and further and further away. Okay. So that allowed some breathing room here. So now let's just see again. Okay. That allowed you had that whatever that was was causing some pressure on you. Now that we moved it away, it's allowing your chakra channel to open wider inside you. And so more of your soul essence can come down and in. So this is. This is your uplink downlink. So you're think of it just getting wider inside and now more of the soul presence can come down and in you. Ooh, there we go. <sighs> Dropping in more. When we're under that kind of oppressive uh pressure, our our chakra channel can get really small inside here, like it's just like squeaking some of the light in. So we want it we want it wide open. And that helps you feel more of your essence and your your guidance and your just that heart love, that presence. Feel the body's opening up more, expanding, allowing more in. We're spinning really fast. There's an adjustment happening. And it's also helping with the communication through the neural network from the higher mind to the lower mind. All right, that's good. So I think because you had such a big kind of life change, 
your your lower mind may have been very outward directed and so keep an eye on that because that will distract us and usually it's mm-hmm. the ego that's looking you know horizontally out to the astral plane and and it opens our field to disturbances and we don't want to do any of that so just kind of staying more inner focused into this beautiful soul presence that is you your light and your genius and let that grow inside and let that be where your focus is more and more and holding it really locking like you're dialing to a radio station you're locking on your frequencies inside there your soul frequencies yeah there you go and then the feet ground that so it's being a transmitter receiver always opening and receiving in but it's coming down your channel, not from the astral plane around you. So this is the shift we're making. So we're shifting to the heart, and we're shifting with our flow of communication and and, and receiving energy is up and down now instead of outwards. I also heard, Meg, it's not from the ego plane anymore. <laughs> nope. There's not going to be any you, ego left. <laughs> when you said the astral plane, I also heard, oh, and it's not, it's not tapping into the ego, the ego plane, plane, right? That. Right. The fear, the fear base. Yeah. In trouble, right? Oh, my goodness. Yeah. <laughs> oh, awesome. Thank you so much. That was, um, it's so interesting with every question. Um, it's like, I know that there's a part there for me. Right. Even though even though I didn't ask it, because <laughs> I used to be on antidepressants a long time ago. But it was interesting as you were doing that, that clearing for um, our, our our Robin, um, I felt things happening in my brain, too, that were still residues, even though I haven't taken an wow. antidepressant for probably 15 years. Wow. Um, so, yeah, that's so still yeah. in there. Yeah. We have to get that yeah. out. I think. Um, yeah. Did, did, did you, I, doesn't magnesium help with that too, with the coming off it? I'm not sure. I wouldn't be surprised. You, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I used to take a lot of it and sometimes I still go through periods of that. So yeah, you guys, uh, magnesium, check that out too. Um, for And silica have, uh, helping. Yeah. Silica? And then, yeah. Silica helps with the light current running in the body now. Um, helps mm. without it causing as much static or physical aches and pains so silica you can get silica um in like electrolyte you know use taking electrolytes and also mm. cucumbers are full of silica so but you can also just buy i, I buy silica that i take um like so a just, pill or like yeah, a, a supplement yeah i use make mm-hmm. mega uh-huh, mega hydrate. I use mega hydrate. It's really good because we're we're switching over from feeding ourselves density to light. So we have to be able to support the light current running in the body without it causing pain. Hmm. Well, and that's interesting you say that because I know that my, as far as my quote unquote diet, you know, the foods I've been eating, I've been feeling more guided to eat lighter foods too. Um, yes. Yes. Yeah. That'll continue. Yeah. yeah. Well, every, everybody will want higher, liver, more higher frequency foods, live foods instead of the dense. Yeah. Food. No, no processed shit. <laughs> no processed shit. <laughs> if you want to live a long oh. life. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Well, yeah, once in a great while, I guess, but yeah. <laughs> um, oh, Meg, it's been so wonderful having you, and I know that you, um, our time is, our time is coming to an end, but I'd love you to tell us a little bit about um, your free gift first, the quantum access gift, and then also the ascension package. So you've got, you've got two amazing offerings for today. Okay, the the bonus gift is for everybody to work with this technique. So it will guide you through the, the steps that we did and more. Um, it's called Heal, Clear, and Break Free. So this is a healing meditation uh, with activations to do what we did today and go, you know, even more time. I think this is like up to a 40-minute um, meditation. So it's a, it's definitely you're you're committing to doing some healing here and it will help, you know, walk you through the steps to clear uh, all the way down to the atomic level. This is where we want to get free of all this residue that's been building up over multiple lifetimes. So it's, um, that's the free gift. And then the Ascension package is, is a much more advanced training. So there is actually workbooks with a lot of information based on my just my own history of going through this whole process and then also how to apply the technique uh, to accelerate your own uh, ascension. I've included my most popular uh, meditation. It's called Zero Point Harmonics. And this is uh, designed with background by neural beat tones of zero point and in the fee uh, uh, frequency so that you're helping harmonize the left and right brain, the heart and the heart and mind. So it's kind of bringing everything into more of a co coherent state, which really enhances this soul body integration that we're trying to achieve here. And then the, there's training. So this is a, the training download package. There's five modules. Each module has a written workbook and an audio activation for each one. And there's this is very um, co um, complex. You know, there's there's a lot of information here. You can really go to a more advanced state of understanding. Um, We've touched on some of this with the science of creation and the polarized fields, getting free of the time matrix, working with mind control, clearing that out, opening up your creative visualization, working with ego control and codependency, addictions, spell breaking, being able to activate your light body. So there's activations to help you connect to your soul DNA and ascension codes and activate those. And as we've been talking about, living in the now, using your cosmic heart as your magnetism to draw in all that you need here and grounding to your ascension timeline. So you really pick up speed and begin to live this fully. And, and I designed this to help people just really quantum leap into more of these advanced stages of, of ascension. And it's all priced at uh, $397, and we're offering it at $97 to everyone here on the show. Wow. Awesome, Meg. Thank you so much. And you guys, you can both get the free gift and the Ascension package. If you're on the webcast, there will be links and buttons um, towards the bottom of the screen. If you are on the phone, I would say the easiest way to, to find the links to these amazing um, gift and package is to go to tanyapenny.com and on the top you'll see a little a little um, in the toolbar that says podcast and you click on that and it'll take you 
not only to this amazing conversation, you'll want to re-listen to this, I know I'm going to, but also uh, Meg's free gift as well as the Ascension package for the special price. Um, And also, if you haven't yet, make sure you grab my gift, the Divine You and the Vibrant Body and Abundant Life Starter Kit, um, which is my 10 Keys Blueprint, audio lesson, and my secret tool, the Guided Therapeutic Meditation Practice. Um, And then you may also want to check out the Divine You program that starts this month. So we've got awesome, awesome stuff Oh, my gosh. I just feel, mm-hmm. Meg, I feel a huge shift from just the beginning of the conversation to right now. Thank you so Wonderful. much. Wonderful. <laughs> oh, it's been a pleasure being here with you and, and all of your listeners. So thank you for having me. Thank you, Tana. Mm, thank you so much. And is there any just little parting nuggets you want to leave with us today? You know, this year is so amazing because it is in numerology, it's an 11 year, and this week is the 11th week. So we're in a powerful week right now. Yes, 11-11, and it's leading us up to the March 20th equinox next week, which is the day where, uh, you know, the, the night and day is the same, equal length, so it's a zero point day. And so I would... Take advantage of that. If you if you can, I'm going to be doing a global activation on the Tuesday, next Tuesday on the equinox. But between now and then, um, just take advantage of this powerful moment in the energy that's setting up for that balance point to the universe and use your creative visualization. It's just whatever you want to bring in that's supporting your soul's life uh, and Get that love into it and really hold it in your heart because it's a it's a potent time this week. So I mean, we couldn't have planned this call better. <laughs> it's really yeah. perfect timing. Oh my gosh, <laughs> I, I honestly didn't realize it was the. I, I remember it was the eleventh. Um, you said the eleventh year, but I didn't realize it was the eleventh yes. week. So it's really awesome. Yeah. Wow. Awesome, you guys. Yay. Um, And oh, and also for those of you who are listening on iTunes or Podbean um, to this amazing conversation, again, you can head over to TanyaPenny.com and click on podcast and that'll take you to this conversation, Meg's free gifts, um, my gifts and our programs, um, offerings, as well as all the other amazing mind, body, spirit leaders, coaches and healers. And my gosh, there is such a calling right now on the planet for for all of this that, um, mm-hmm. yeah, it's just an exciting time. So, again, thank you, Meg, and thank you, everyone, thank you. for joining us live today or, or listening to the replay of this conversation. And, again, I recommend re-listening. <laughs> I know that I'm, I'm going to re-listen many times because, Meg, you gave some really mm-hmm. powerful, um, just really powerful processes and tools in here. Thank you so much. Oh, wonderful. Good. I'm glad it helps everybody. Awesome. Yay. Awesome, mm-hmm. you guys. And don't um, remember that tomorrow we also have um, Gabriel Spencer. And then on Thursday we have Sarah Landon. So make sure to join us live at 12 p.m. Pacific tomorrow and Thursday. Um, or you can catch the replays, of course. And my little nugget is remember progress, not perfection. That you mm-hmm. are always on your divine path. You can never not be, um, no matter what it looks like. (laughs) So please um, have that self-acceptance and compassion for yourself. And just really, really trust in in your path and in your process. Um, 
yeah, that that's my little nugget. So mm-hmm. I look forward to seeing you um, seeing you tomorrow and Thursday and in the future. Bye, everyone. Thanks for listening to Vibrant Body and Abundant Life with Tanya Penny. If you like what you heard, the best compliment you can give us is to share this podcast with a friend and be sure to leave us a favorable review at iTunes. And remember to visit tanyapenny.com to receive all of your favorite free expert gifts, including Tanya's virtual workshop, Vibrant Body and Abundant Life Blueprints.